Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. Thank you for tuning in to our boardroom chats, and I'm really excited. We, we started the holidays. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. You look pretty cozy. What do you think? Man, I like this. It's kind of cool, and you know, I like the little snap in the air. You know, the, it just blesses beginning me. Beginning to look a lot like Yes, beginning. Oh, don't get me singing here, you know. <laughs> this is my favorite time of the year. We got our year. tree here. Notice. Yeah, we got a tree behind us here. Yeah, bless yes. God. Merry Christmas, everybody. Notice that my Christmas tree is bigger than your plant. Well, <laughs> it's, it's not your tree. It's that's true. It's, it's our, our tree. tree yeah. <laughs> I don't own nothing anymore. It all belongs to her. Praise no, God. us. <laughs> us. Praise mm -hmm. the Lord. Anyway, I want to talk about something that I, you know, it's a holiday. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to deal with some holiday kind of different things. And, and it's just such a blessing. So let's go right now to the book of St. Luke, chapter one. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and I want to start reading something here. And, and, you know, people have asked me all the time. I've been royally persecuted in the body of Christ because, and, and you're going to understand what I'm talking about when I get to this point, uh, you know, because of uh, the blessing of the Lord on my life, I have the anointing of increase on my life and different things. And uh, uh, for some reason, and to God be the glory, I know the reason, I've always seemed to have been in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And I got the right situation to function in that the, particular thing. It's called thing. the favor of God. Called the favor of God. That's what I wanted you to say. I didn't, oh, really? I was waiting for you to say that. We're going to deal with favor in, in essence because most people <laughs> do not understand favor hmm. at all. Favor at times can bring great criticism because people don't like when people talk good about you. They go, well, who do they think they are? You know, what about me and all this kind of stuff? I want to show you something. And I got this just a while ago, and I want to read Luke chapter 1, verse 26. This is... Uh, where Mary is being talked to by the angel. Verse 26, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin, espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Now watch this, Hail thou that are highly favored. That's the first great compliment. Mm -hmm. The Lord is with thee. That's the second compliment. Blessed art thou among women. That's the third compliment. And when she saw him, verse, now watch, this is her reaction. When she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto, unto her, fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Now that's the fourth one. Notice the different things. First one, she's highly favored. Number two, the Lord is with thee. Number three, blessed are thou among women. And then he, he doubles down and says, well, thou hast found favor with God. Mm. I want to talk about that favor in a sense. See, a lot of people don't understand how much God wants to praise us. Mm. See, and they don't understand that. They don't understand praise. They think it's arrogance and cockiness. When God is saying, hey, I, I, I want to tell you how, how I think about you. I want to say publicly what I feel about you. I want to bless you so people can see it, so they can stand on the word and make me want to bless them mm -hmm. if they'll live like you. My point is this, and she was a very humble person, Mary. The humble are troubled when they hear their own praise. Hmm. You see, the humble are troubled when they hear their own praise, and the people that hear the praise get irritated if they don't get the same praise, but maybe they're not doing what that person is doing. You see what I'm saying? And you know, the Lord began to bless us. You know, many of y'all know I've been rawly criticized because of my airplane, and yet an air that airplane 
is a vital tool in this ministry, just like the television cameras are, to preach this gospel. Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel shall be preached to, to the world for a witness unto them, and the end shall come. In other words, so the only way you see a witness, you got to see something. So we have to fly there to get there and get back because of all what we have to do today. See, I mean, when I'm not preaching somewhere, that doesn't mean we're not working at the office. There's so much things going on. I got to do stuff. You're doing stuff, all the different things. But people get a little irritated because they don't understand what it means for God to praise you. And when you say thank you, uh, you know, and you, you don't walk around saying I'm this and that. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about that she was troubled at that salutation. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, and a lot of, and I don't mean this private, but a lot of people give me compliments and sometimes it's too much because I think they get too close to the glory of God. Hmm. And, and, and I, I recognize it immediately, Kathy. And I said, no, 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 you're touching God's glory. And I, I won't touch. Nobody touches God's glory, see? So when you understand that, this is what Mary was saying. Wait a minute. Why, why are you saying that about me? Mm-hmm. But God thought about, thought, that's what he thought of her. Mm-hmm. And sent an angel to let her know. You see what I'm saying? So now people ask me, why are you so blessed? Because God thought that about me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, don't get mad at me for saying that. He said, I can trust that man. Mm-hmm. I can bless that man. It won't go to his head. Yes, yeah, some people think I'm arrogant cocky. No, I'm confident and assured when you know in whom you have believed and you're persuaded. I want to read verse 29 again. And she saw him and she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what man of salutation this is. So why would God say that about me? Do you know most people... We can't hardly handle what God says about us. Yeah. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Yeah. Greater is he who is in us than he was in the world. If you say to the mountain, the mountain doesn't move till you talk to it. But see, the church world, if you heard me say this many times before, made you climb the mountain instead of talking to the mountain. Made you a mountain climber <clears throat> instead of a mountain dissolver. I've said that so many times. And they weren't saying it again. So my point here is that she was a humble person, but she was troubled when they hear their own praise. So sometimes when I get some of these compliments that I get, I'm troubled by it. I said, do they actually see that in me? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and I've had the Lord say this to me, you have found favor in my sight. Mm-hmm. That I thought, well, the first thing I start doing is looking at me, but see, I can't see me the way God sees me and neither can you. You see what I'm saying? So you have to learn to accept the praises of God, not in an arrogant way, but in a humble way. What do you she think heard, about that? I, I love that. You know, she heard it from an angel. Many times we hear it from other people. And God, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to handle compliments. Oh, it really is. You know, you don't know what to say. You know, sometimes you don't think thank you is sufficient. But it is. It really yeah. is a wonderful word in any language. Thank you. So I, I want to talk about that. She was troubled by that because and she goes on with the message and and i mean it, it's wonderful because this is during the holidays see you got to understand that she felt helpless yeah but see man's helplessness is god's opportunity she didn't know what what was coming next probably right. why is he why am i being told this yeah let me say it again man or mankind's helplessness is god's opportunity to be a blessing to you mm. you see sometimes you don't know what to do I know some people say, boy, that brother Jesse, I mean, he can make a decision real quick, and I can. But a lot of times, sometimes I'm at the point that I don't know what to do. I don't know. So when I don't know what to do, let me tell you what I do. Nothing. I just halt. Hmm. 
and I've learned to wait upon the Lord. You know, I, you know and I, I say the same thing the Apostle Paul said when he first got knocked down by Jesus. Lord, what would thou have me to do? Right. I just halt. Is this what you want me to do? Well, people say, how do you know you don't miss God? <laughs> my sheep know. It didn't just believe. Know my voice, which means you've heard it a lot. And a stranger, they will not follow. I said this the other day to a person. They really got blessed. And it sounded so arrogant. And it may sound arrogant to you. I said, you know why you got blessed? Because you stuck with me. Mm-hmm. I kept telling people, stick with me. This anointing of increase that's on me, spiritually, physically, and financially, will come upon you. Now, I wasn't bragging on me because I realized I couldn't do that. Because if I could do that, why didn't I do that 50 years ago? You know, how come I didn't have the jet 50 years ago? I'm, I'm 74, so I could have had it at 24. See, or 24 and a half, I'm 74 and a half, you know. But I'm just saying, uh, why didn't I? Because I couldn't. You see, but God, I, I found favor in the sight of God because he knew I would use that tool for his kingdom. And a lot of people don't realize that I have the opportunity of using that plane anytime I want uh, in the natural, personally. And we just don't do that, not because we don't want to. We just don't have time. We're about the Father's business. That's right. Constantly, every day. I'm talking every day. You know, I have a lot of minister friends, and me and you have said that we've been, we've been kind of shocked. They go, they take four weeks off, six weeks off, you know, to refresh themselves. Man, we take off an hour, two hours, a two <laughs> day, you know, and we just, whoo, I mean, you know, and you know. But you know what? We have found favor with God. Right. You know, and why am I debt free? Because I got so much faith? No. No, I don't believe I have any more faith than you have. But we found favor with God. Then we use good business tactics. Let me, this is the greatest, I'm going to give you the greatest business point you'll ever have in your life. You got to learn to tell yourself no, even though you have the ability to do it. Would it be, uh, uh, would it be advantage to you? Right. Do you see my point? So I can tell myself no. You see what I'm saying? The reason why you diet... You just don't like it when I yeah, tell you Yeah, no. I don't like it when you can't tell me no. <laughs> the reason why diets are so hard, because you tell yourself no. But notice it. Look at, look at what you get when you tell yourself no. All of a sudden, uh, the butt gets smaller. <laughs> you know, The belly gets smaller. The legs, whatever. Then you go, oh. You kind of like that part. Then that kind of gives you a little incentive. You know, I ain't eating that neither. I'm not eating that. You know, I mean, that's kind of a weird analogy. But you understand what I'm saying. Things are hard when you say no. That's why babies, oh, Lord, you want to make a baby mad? Just tell them no. And you know why? Because they were never created to be ruled over. We were created to rule and reign. But we got into sin. That's why Baba said uh, stubbornness is born in the heart of a child. Mm-hmm. And so they, I don't care if they're three months old, four months old. They'll look at you like, what's your problem here? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And when you understand that, so this, this was troubling to Mary. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say this. Are you willing to risk your reputation for what God wants you to do? Mm-hmm. That girl risked a whole reputation. She was pregnant and not married. And in them days... They would kill you. And even Joseph thought about it, and Gabriel had to shut him down on that. Mm-hmm. Now, think about that. I'm willing, and I was willing to, uh, I used to never, let me say it like that. Remember, I never would tell anything about stuff financially. 
Never. I never would say anything whatsoever at all, you know. And, uh, and then one day the Lord said, are you uh, ashamed of the blessing that I have placed upon you in the financial realm? Now, remember, I was kind of shocked at that salutation. <laughs> I was troubled by it. I said, no. He said, then why don't you talk about it? And I said, well, you know how people are. They're going to think I'm bragging about that, you know, and this and that. He said, I don't think you're bragging about it. You're just saying what I did. Why do they consider that glory, bragging? Glory to God. I'm giving God glory. And so I began to change. But then I realized I had to risk my reputation. He's greedy. He's trying to just get your money. He's trying to do this and that. And that's still going on even till today. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's fun. But watch it. Did God, but Mary risked her reputation. But boy, God got it all about her reputation is the greatest. Now she's highly favored. She is the mother of God Almighty. You think right, about that. Right. So sometimes we have to do some things that the world does not understand. And when I say the world, I mean the church world. Let me ask the question again. Are you willing to risk your <laughs> reputation for God's glory? Let me say that again. Like You'll that. feel helpless, but man's helplessness is God's opportunity to lift you higher spiritually, physically, and financially. And God's Talk way, about that for God's a way is to speak a thing and to say a thing, and it happens. When he created mankind in Genesis, we often talk about it. He spoke, the first words, words God spoke to mankind were blessing words. So right. these words that, that were spoken to Mary were given by the angel, but he was on a divine assignment by God to speak these uh -huh. faith-filled words that had to be spoken in the earth. Mary heard them and she received them. But this statement that, that I love, that I keep thinking about while you've been talking, I've been thinking about the Lord is with thee. She had to be told God's with you. You're right. not alone to do the thing I've called you to do. So the same thing is true with you. If God is speaking to your heart and, and, and giving you an assignment to do a thing that looks difficult and hard, realize the same statement. If he's calling you to do it, he's with you. And this is what God does. When he's with you, he gives you words of encouragement to strengthen you so that you can fulfill the assignment that he gave you. I was looking at Judges chapter 6, another person that, that an angel appeared to. In uh, Judges 6 verse 12, he, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him. This is Gideon. And he said unto him, the Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. So the same statement, the Lord is with you. As angels come on assignment to give words of impartation, words of, of faith that, that need to be spoken because it transforms us if we believe it and act on it. So Gideon, God saw Gideon one way. Gideon didn't see himself this way. Mighty man of valor. Mighty man of valor. <laughs> he said, who, who am I? I'm the, the least of the smallest tribe. I'm the least, the smallest one in my family, whatever. You know, I, he I, did I, not see himself that way, no. but we, he had to get a vision of how God saw him. And we need to get a vision of how God sees us. God That's is right. with us. That's and right. because he's with us, we can do all things through Christ Amen. that strengthens us. You know, the enemy is always on a, a, a campaign, a propaganda campaign, uh, bombarding our minds with how less we are. Today in this, this uh, chat, I believe God is speaking to you. He wants to build you up and let you see how he sees you. He sees you as blessed, as highly favored, that he's with you. He has a plan for your life that can only be accomplished if you believe it. Remember, remember what Mary said, be it unto me even as thou hast said. She knew that this angel was speaking. He was God's mouthpiece at that time. She received it as from God himself. And because of that, her life was transformed. She was able to walk out 
about the plan that God had, not just for her life, but for all of mankind forever. That's big. Yeah, keep going. Like that? Yeah, keep appreciating. But really, think about that. The Lord is with <laughs> you until you see. And and uh, it took a little bit of convincing on the part of the angel for uh, for this guy. He had to see some things. He had to hear more things. He had to walk it out. This man named Gideon. He had, we all know that um, yeah. we're not teaching on the story well, can, of Gideon, but it's a parallel yeah. right. uh, oh, yeah, example. Right. Oh, yes, it's a great, it's an analogy. I want to ask you a question. You see any stars on my shoulders? No. This, no, I don't. You don't see any. How many times, and it kind of made me feel uncomfortable, and it happens quite often. I go out and <laughs> preach, and they'll say, ladies and gentlemen, we've got one of God's generals here. You know what I do? I stand up and look around and say, who's here? <laughs> I never, I'm like, I'm like Gideon. That's it. Wait, wait, wait. But they, you know, and then I, I begin to realize, I think when they call you a general, that means you're getting old or something like that in my way of thinking. But really it's not. What it is is that uh, a man said, you're a very seasoned minister. See, now to become seasoned and to stay blessed in the city, in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out, you got to learn to risk your reputation. I'm going to say something you're not going to believe. I am not a funny man. Blowed your way, did you? You don't believe that? I never had humor in my life until I started preaching. That doesn't mean I didn't tell a joke once in a while. I told a joke, you know, like everybody, you know, normal. But not this stuff falling out the pew laughing. At. And God gave me a gift of joy. Actually, it's for all of us. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Right. And I use it as a strength tool. Then John Hagee, my God, who I consider one of my closest spiritual brothers. I just like John and Diana. It's such a blessing. Name, tag me, called me the apostle of joy way back when, when he had brown hair and I had brown hair. But I remember being so angry when people laughed at my first sermon. And you said, Kathy said, boy, you funny. I ain't funny. I said, this is serious business. Hmm. And then I went home and I said, Lord, I asked him, take this away. This is not me. And he says, I don't want to do that because it's a gift that will bring many people out of depression and discouragement and despondency. Mm -hmm. What he was saying was, Jesse, are you willing to be called a fool? Are you willing to be saying, well, he's nothing but a um, court jester. He's nothing but a comedian. What he was saying was, are you willing to risk your reputation for me? Hmm. because that's not me, ladies and gentlemen. But now it's become so much a part of me. And I said, Lord, I don't care what they call me. If this is what you want me to do, then when I preach, you just add it. And I don't write all that stuff down in my sermons. It just comes out. You know, it's just God doing that. You see, it was, uh, and, and you know why I didn't want it? Because I felt helpless. <laughs> but it was God's opportunity to produce joy in the people's that's lives. Good. You see what I'm trying to say? What I'm saying? So sometimes I feel, man, I just look like a fool. But it's amazing to me. I've never had a financial deficit. I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. Greater is he was in me than he was in the world. Now the word of God functions in my life in every which way, shape, or form. Sounds arrogant, don't it? No, it's not. I was willing to risk my reputation. And what God has done is bless me and continuing to bless me. Not only financially, but in every area. I mean, I've outlived all my siblings. And you know what all of them that are in heaven today said? You can probably die first just because you work so hard. And they're all gone. All my brothers and sisters are gone. And, but, you know, they have not passed away. 
they have arrived. See, they're not in heaven. See, they don't pass away. Pass away means they don't exist no more. No, no, they have arrived. Mm. But watch it, and I'm still here. And it's amazing how the Lord gives me strength. And my own staff says, they all call me boss around. They say, boss, I, I, we just can't stay up with you. You know, when I get to going and moving and, and all the time. Why? Well, I, Lord, what will thy have me to do? God has made me say things I do not want to say. Sometimes I get on Kathy's case, and y'all want to eat my lunch. But yeah, you got to listen to some of Kathy's sermons. She chews me up and spits me out, and she has a right to do it. But to me, I just call it material. <laughs> you know, I'm just using it. And when it, up, it brings a smile to the face. It makes people remember what you're saying. You see, but you might get totally criticized for that. You see, and you think, man, well, people just think, you know, he's just a court justice. Uh, this is the, one of the words they used about me all and all of them are out of the ministry. Some of them are dead. They ain't got nothing. I don't mean that terribly. Is they said he's shallow. They didn't understand joy is so deep and so big that really the shallowness was them not to receive the strength of God. So this is what Mary was thinking. Now, she got to thinking, gee, man. I am going to catch some of that. She didn't say that, but I'm going to catch some, I'm going to catch some hell in the, about this body. I don't think she said that. No, she didn't say that, but I mean, she felt, so she That's goes over turn. to Elizabeth. That's our, uh, modern but, translation. Yeah, what? she goes over to Elizabeth. What? And both of them are starting to, I mean, something is happening. Elizabeth got John the Baptist in her womb. Mary's got Jesus, the son of the living God in her one womb. I mean, and you, you can see the relationship. Uh, Zacharias, who is a high priest, I mean, a great guy, he doubts the vision, doubts the angel. Mary Lord. receives. So the sign he sees, he doubts it. The sign that Mary sees, she receives it. Mm-hmm. She, so be who, she who, believed that the Lord yes. was with her. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. I can't, but see, I can't get away from she pondered this statement in her heart. See, I mean, when she realized it, see, when will, when will my reputation be uh, restored? This is a point. God gave it to me. I just wrote this down there. I tore a piece off. It is a great thing sometimes to sit still and do nothing. Hmm. Why? What are you doing? When people say, why aren't you doing that? I'm waiting on direction. That's good. Direction. What to do. When to do it. Where to do it. And how to do it. Or you get some revelation on it. I'm waiting for direction. See what I'm saying? So having done all the stand, stand therefore. I just told someone in the studio, when I don't know what to do, I don't do nothing. It's not that I can't do something. And you know, every time you try to restore your, your, your reputation, you put both your feet in your mouth. Let me give you a prime example of that. How many times, ministers, you saw it, the media will attack us. Boy, I've been royally attacked. And the first thing they start saying to the minister, I don't do this, because I realize it's futile. What's that word? Futile. futile. The Borg. You know, that, that's another thing. Resistance <laughs> is futile. Resistance is futile. So watch that. They'll start, they'll start showing people Star Trek. Oh, how many children they feed and are clothed. Or give them. They're not worried about that. They want to, there's two questions they want to know about a minister who's successful. How much money you make? You know, what kind of house you're living in? And, you know, that's what they're interested in. They want to come at you from the financial side. I never tell people how many, how many people I feed. How much I don't do it. Nothing wrong with that. I've even had my own board of directors say, boy, if you told people what you do, I said, nah, why? Because 
even if I showed it to them, they're not going to believe it. So I don't do it. See, because what they're trying to do, and listen to me if you've been attacked, you're trying to restore your reputation. Let your reputation go. God, when God restores that, the day will come that they will call you the one they criticize the most. Prime example is Daniel. My God, the king's having this great party, but he ain't invited to it. He wasn't in praying, guys. Pray all the time. But all of a sudden, they saw a hand write something on the wall. They couldn't read it. The only one that could read that writing on the wall was Daniel. So Daniel was going to the party. He, got, he came to the party. You see, they didn't particularly care too much about his reputation, but when he stood there and defined what was going on, whoo, man, it showed just how powerful he was. So I, I've had some of y'all, some of y'all say, he's nothing but he's one of them prosperity preachers and all this kind of different. Let me just tell you something. I'm going to the party. You may not invite me, but I'm the only one who can read that handwriting on that wall. And I'm not bragging about that, what it is, because I'm not worried about my reputation. Because when I got saved, I died to reputation. I died to that. I didn't know that then. But then I thought, let people say what they want. As long as they get a grasp of who Christ is, the hope of glory. Are you all understanding it? So it's a great thing sometimes to just sit still and do nothing. Why? Because you're waiting on direction. Listen to this point. I love this here. Never doubt that it shall be. Just inquire how it shall be. That's what Mary did. She didn't doubt that it shall be. Right. But she said, well, how can I be since I know not a man? I'm a virgin. I, it's, I, you know, it's okay to question. It's, it's okay inc- to ask. Inquiry is a wonderful but thing. But you're you know? asking in faith. You're, you're not, ask, you're that's not correct. asking in doubt. You're, you see, you're, so you believe I, the promise. Yeah. You say, Lord, how, how is this going to come to pass? Show me the next step, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. I, I, I told a person this the other day. Why do you ask for money? I said, look at me. I, I need nothing. You the one that needs something, and I know how to get it to you. And if you don't put it in the right soil, it don't work. See, I'm just trying to help you, not to live better. You know, Jody, my daughter, we say this almost every year around the Christmas holiday. She wants to buy me something. You know, she said, boy, Daddy, you're so hard to buy for. I said, I'm the easiest person in the world to, to buy for for Christmas. I said, you know why you think it's hard? She says, why? Because you're looking for something expensive. It don't have to be expensive. Uh, if you can see this. She gave me this shirt. See this shirt? No, they're matching my jacket. I Jody like that. Did that. Yeah, she gave me one this a long time ago. I, I, and I like this thing. What does it say? It I'm says, trying to read it. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yeah. Colossians 127. No, I got off. it. <laughs> yeah. 127. <laughs> Colossians 127. I didn't want Christ you to get too excited there. <laughs> I, I can handle it. Okay, you can handle it. I know you can. I know, I know you can. <laughs> see, now you see, to me, if, if one, that's it. She didn't have to do anything. I said, what I like more than anything. Is, is, is having Christmas dinner together and fellowshipping, Thanksgiving dinner, whatever. I just, that's me. That's my gift. You want to give me something, Jordy? One time she said, well, Dad, what can I? I said, you know that seafood soup you make? Yeah, make me one of those. Oh, Dad. I said, look, I said, now you're cutting down what I want. That's what I want. That's it. You see what I'm saying? All God wants is you to say, thank you. Thank you. You see, so... Uh, sometimes you go, how can this be? How can I get out of debt? Nothing, never doubt it. Just inquire how. And he'll reveal step and by step. And he will reveal it. Uh, don't buy that. Yeah, that's uh, right. Pay, you know, cut back here, pay that off. Yeah. Those Listen to this practical point. Things. The, the, I said it at the very beginning of the program. 
The, hum, the humble people are troubled when they hear their own praise. So when God begins to speak to me, and a lot of times I said, Lord, it's, I said, people giving me too many compliments. You know what he told me? That's me talking to you. I'm using them to say that. Yeah. Now accept that. But I don't get the big head. We call it the big head. Well, I don't know if y'all get that anywhere else in South Louisiana. He, he think himself. That's, that's how we say that occasion. Well, he think himself. You know, no, but when you think like God thinks, I have no reputation. I am going to believe in prosperity. Well, I'm going to have to just say it. I, I, and I've said it at the pulpit there at, 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 at the church at the Covenant. I had a man come up to me. He said, you want them prosperity preach? I said, no, I'm not. I said, you've already departmentalized me. I said, you know, you have been to a place called Dillard's or Nordstrom's. I said, you know, and they, got, they have women's jewelry, women's clothes, men's clothes. You go to different departments, but you can't go to any department unless you walk into the store. You got to talk to the store. I said, let me help you about that. He said, well, you know, uh, you know, I don't believe in that. I said, well, then you don't believe in the cross. Oh, he liked to have a fit. What did you say? I said, if you don't believe in prosperity, you don't believe in the cross. I said, what else you don't believe in? Now, he got a little irritated at me. Uh-huh. He said, well, I don't believe in healing. I said, then you don't believe in the cross. I said, your problem, sir, you've only went into the front of the cross. You stood in the front of the cross. I said, what you need to do is walk behind the cross. And when you walk behind the cross, you'll see Jesus' back bleeding profusely. By his stripes, you were healed. So you can't separate salvation from healing. The only thing you've been to is the front of the cross. Now you need to walk behind the cross and look at that back. And that cut and that lash takes care of cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, crippling crippling arthritis, infectious disorder. I said, but we're not finished there. I said, now walk past the back and walk to the side of the cross. Guess what you're going to find on the side of the cross? Prosperity. They're gambling for his robe. You don't gamble for rags. They wouldn't have gambled. But that was a beautiful robe, seamless. That's prosperity. I said, that's still not the best part. See, remember, you would, I said, now go back into the front of the cross. And you see Jesus like, yeah, now here's the best part. Climb the cross. Get up there and climb the cross where you see Jesus. The nails are not holding Jesus. It's your sin holding Jesus. And then look what Jesus is looking at. You know what you're going to see? Go in the world and preach this gospel to every creature. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Do that. And you're going to need tools to do that. If it takes a jet, take it. Go to the world and do that. If it takes whatever, do this. You see, you got to climb the cross. But you see, people are going to think you're crazy. When you stand before the cross, when you go behind the cross, when you're on the side of the cross, and when you climb the cross. Boy, that'll preach. I bet you some pastors are going to preach on that. That's good stuff. That's what I'm talking, see? Yeah, and watch this. Did Jesus destroy his reputation? I thought he was the Savior. I thought he was the King of Kings. Look at him, he's dying. But he said, I'll be back in three days. And he was. Did God restore that reputation? Actually, Jesus never lost it in God's eyes. Are you willing to risk your reputation? To believe the unbelievable, receive the impossible, because it's doable. Go ahead and say something. I, I love all of that. I'm just thinking about it. You're liking these points. I, I love see. all you're those liking, points. It's all you good. like my little points? I love it. You yeah. know what? You, I was thinking about while you were saying that, because really what you're doing, talking about building your own self up, the Bible talks about <coughs> how David uh, encouraged himself in the Lord, and it was at a low point in his life. I just turned to it, but I'm, I don't have to go there. But yeah. he, he encouraged himself in the Lord. What did he do? He said words. Well, he, some people would say that's cocky. He had, no, he to, had build, to talk to him. You have to love yourself. The Bible tells us that we're to build 
build up our most holy faith, praying in the Holy oh, Ghost. I like that scripture. You wonder what is the Holy Ghost saying when you're praying that that builds you up, right. that strengthens you. And the whole reason that in the book of Ephesians where he gave the fivefold ministry, it was for the edifying or the building up yeah. of the body of Christ. So these, <coughs> these things that, that we speak to each other or the angels speak or the word of God speaks to us, it's important that we declare it because God really <laughs> recognizes that we need to be strengthened. We need to be built up. And the only thing that can do that is the word and of God. And you did that when you're preaching. I remember you would come to me when you first started preaching. You'd say, this is what Kathy would say. When Jesse, I'm not like you. I'm not funny. You ain't supposed to be like me. Supposed to be Sometimes like Christ. I'm funny. Yeah, yeah, you can do anything. You want. <laughs> I, I said you're not supposed to be like me. You're supposed try, to be like just... Christ. Christ, and I follow me as I follow Christ, like Paul said. That doesn't mean you become Paul the apostle. You just follow him because he's following Christ. And I remember telling you this: the more you preach, hone your gift. In other words, the more you preach, and all of a sudden, now, nah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost convinced that they, people don't want me to preach coming to church no more because they're going to miss Kathy preaching. See what I'm saying? That's they not they true. like past the Kathy, boy. I don't I believe like, that. Or they come up to me and say, man, I'll tell you one thing, you know, could you spend a couple of weeks away? We <laughs> need both. <laughs> you know, I, want, I, know I like that. you in there as often. Oh, yeah, that's not the issue. I am so glad. I said, listen, man, I'm, I got your back, son. See, I got your back. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, I, I, I have, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't have an itch. I don't need to scratch. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care for competition in the body of Christ. Right. I care for cooperation. Amen. I, I want cool. I want to. I, want, I, I, I tell ministers, I want you to have a plane too. I don't want to be by myself. I don't want to say, look what he's got. I want everybody to say, look at what the body of Christ is doing. And if it takes that kind of tool to do it, fine. You know, I want all churches debt free. I want all your homes debt free. You see what I'm saying? Why? Say what they want about me. When, oh, Lord, I didn't want to say that. The Lord said, you say it. When you give to this ministry, you're setting yourself on the road to be debt-free. Now, boy, I'm going to get some persecution on that. Why? Because of the good soil. Because of the anointing of increase that's on my life. If you hang around with me, you're going to get saved. You don't stay sinners very long. I mean, I have sinner friends. I like them. Jesus said I was a friend of sinners, but they don't stay sinners long because something happens. I do not criticize anyone. I tell you about my La Cosa Nostra stories, the, the mafia. Before when I when I was a kid, raised on the streets of New Orleans, you know what I'm saying. And you know what? They need salvation like anybody else. We do prison ministry when we go. They need salvation just like someone that's a Baptist deacon in the church. What's the difference? One's in the church, another was in prison. So they got ch prisons and. Churches and prisons. Mike Barber got one of the greatest ministries. You ought to support that ministry. I love Mike Barber's ministry. I mean, because he, he has a heart for those people, and he's asked me to come. And I've done it, and it's just such a blessing. You know, but I made it mine. I'm going to do it. Watch this. Reputation, now. I was going over to the United Kingdom. This was uh, last year. Maybe the end, of, beginning of this year. I'm not quite sure. Anyway. Make a long story short, I love cowboy boots. Oh, God. I mean, I got a bunch of boots. I just like them. Okay. Well, I was watching ESPN. Boy, them people dress up nice. You know, you see them before the games. And, 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 and all of a sudden, they, uh, the camera panned down, and they had on these nice suits and tennis shoes. I call them sneakers. I went, oh, look at that, man. Now, most people wouldn't do that. Why is that? Well, I thought, man, I don't want to carry all them boots. So I'm going to buy me a couple of pairs of sneakers. Little did I realize what I was doing. 
So, so I wouldn't have to carry as much. I, and when I went and preached, we had glorious meetings. But I got more comments on my shoes than I did on my messages. And young people start coming up to me and saying this. Uh, you know, Brother Jesse, you cool. I said, I'm what? He said, you're cool. You know, you don't dress like them old preachers. I thought, well, I didn't do it for that. I was doing that so I wouldn't have to carry an extra suitcase with some boots in it. Well, now I started wearing them. And my Lord Jesus, did I get persecuted? That don't look right with that. Well, now people think it's fashion. What are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to wear my, my, my sneakers and I'm going to wear my boots. I'm going to just wear what I want to wear. I had to risk my reputation. But then I got to thinking, I don't have one because it's not me that liveth, but Christ liveth in me. You're looking at a dead man here. <laughs> a dead man ain't got no reputation. He did dead. Christ in you, the hope of glory. One time a, a hooker came up to me. She said, but do you, <laughs> I'll never forget this. It was as in Shreveport at the Sheraton Hotel. She said, would you like to have company for the evening? You know what I told her? She, she's looking at me, you know? And I said, I'm a dead man. She went, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How long have you had this problem? <laughs> I, said, I said, oh, I said, I like being dead. Oh, you, uh, you do? I said, girl, I'm born again. I know Jesus Christ, that Lord. She took off running. Let me tell you something about hookers. They run fast. Huh? I had to grab, I was running. Wait, wait. I'm trying to lead the woman to the Lord Jesus Christ. She's trying to lead me to a hotel room. I'm trying to lead her to the, to the Lord Jesus Christ. I wasn't afraid of that temptation. Why? Don't have a reputation. You see my point? I was willing to chase the woman, risk my reputation that she might get born again. Now, you may not understand that, and I understand that's fine. It's just, just to be a blessing. When, where, and however. I'm just not going to judge nobody. That's not my job. I learned it from Billy Graham. I got to say, I wish I could say it was, it was an original. Remember that? He was on Larry King Live. Right. And I think Larry King said, how come you don't never criticize anyone? This was a revelation to me. And I love what uh, Billy Graham said. He said, well, you know, he said, it's the Father's job to judge it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict. And then Billy Graham said this, and it's my job to love. Boy, Kathy, I still is so strong in me. What a wonderful statement. See, it had nothing to do with his reputation. It had to do with what he, the Christ in you, the hope of glory. Are you enjoying this today? It's good. See, so when you see that, and, and, and let me read that verse 29 again. I, I love Luke chapter 1. When she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, naturally, you know, because like I said before, uh, the humble are troubled when they hear their own praise. Right. And I'm still troubled at that also. So when somebody sees me in the front, they say, boy, that's a nice jet. You know what I say? Boy, didn't God bless? Look at this. Look what God has done. When somebody wants to criticize the house I live in, and, and sometimes I've been on the balcony. I live in like in a plantation home with white columns and stuff like that. And uh, they'll say, why do, you, why do you live in something like that? I said, look what God done. Now, if I could have done that, why didn't I do that at 20, 25, 30? You got to understand something. When I'm 20, 21 years old, I could build things. I mean, I was making a lot of money as a kid. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But what you don't know that me and Kathy gave away all our money, twice. That included Jody's piggy bank coins. And God gave me an Abraham moment. Because thou has done, he said it in King James. <laughs> because thou has done this and not withheld from me. And let me show you what I mean by that. I'm going to bless you behind your water stream. Kathy would, would take the church bus 
to go to church because I only had one call and I was out preaching. But that didn't bother you. No. She got on that bus, bless God. And how many times we'd come and some people would say, y'all want to go out and eat dinner? And I was never ashamed and I'm still not ashamed. I said, I don't have any money. Oh, but we buying. I said, okay, I'll go. I'll enjoy myself. Then there was time I did have a little money. I'd say, hey, y'all, let's go out and eat. I'm buying. I got some money. I mean, I can live in a trailer or I can live in a mansion. And I tell you, I've seen some, I've seen a three-story mobile home. That's a mansion. I lived my entire life. I, I would thought that they could build. Story, I never saw a three. No, I've seen a three-story. One in a, where, where Dolly Parton, uh, her park is. Uh, um, I don't Dollywood. Know, Dollywood, whatever. I mean, I drove and I said, whoa, stop. And I said, that's three stories. They had one sitting on a lot. The thing was huge. I thought, my God, that would be a mansion. But people said, well, that, that's a, what they call that? I call it a mobile home. They call it a manufactured something, whatever. Home. But that don't make no difference to me. You see, people can't understand it. Remember that time that man <clears throat> couldn't believe I was at Popeye's chicken? Yeah. You were with me? Yeah. And I, I walked in and he said, excuse me, you're Jesse the Planet. I said, yes, sir. What are you doing here? I said, what did you say? <laughs> it was so funny. He said, what are you doing here? I said, well, me and Kathy, we like, it was on Loyola. It was the best Popeye's. <laughs> they had a buffet. This thing was great. Was I said, well, to get some chicken. Yeah, but you, but you, but you Jesse the Planet. I said, well, what's that, what's that got to do with it? He said, but you can eat at any restaurant you want in New Orleans. I said, that's, that's right. I mean, Commander's Palace, expensive, you know. Arnold's, very old, good food. Mr. B's, oh, Lord. The Pelican Club. I'm talking fine restaurants. I mean, you know, fine. He said, I said, yes, you're right. But why are you here? I said, because I want some chicken. <laughs> he couldn't get over that. That happened to me at a Wendy's. That happened to me at Papa. So you see? It happens a lot. He thinks, think. he thinks if, if he had money and he went to Wendy's or Popeye's, it would hurt his reputation. I wasn't concerned about reputation. I wanted love that chicken from Popeye's. <laughs> You've been pushing Popeye's lately. Yeah, we like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Kathy one time, went, not too long, went down there and got something. We don't eat it all the time. Because, you know, because you got to watch the, you can't eat too much of that fried stuff. We but had I, one thanks, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, a turkey. We, we had a Popeye's turkey. That was good. I was surprised at that, you know. And uh, so when you understand what we're saying here, and in this thing here, let favor be a part of your life. Right, because God I is go with to, you. Yeah, I want to go to Psalms 35, and I'm going to close with this. Okay. I Psalm, didn't read any testimonies. Huh? I didn't get to read any testimonies. I know. Testimonies. We'll do that. We'll take a little time. Hang on. You've been on a but roll. I want, You've I, been on a roll. I've been on a roll on this because <laughs> the Lord spoke this to me. That's good. I want to finish with this verse of Psalms, Psalms 35, verse 27. Everybody knows it. Let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor, oh man, my righteous cause. Yea, let them, not him, them say continually. Watch this. Let the Lord be magnified, which had pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So when people try to criticize me, I magnify God because he's given me this prosperity. Watch this. And let me read again. Let them shout for joy and be glad. Uh, that's Psalms 35, 27. That favor my righteous God, yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified with that pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Now, here we go with some of a little persecution. The Lord loves my house. Loves my jet. Because he gave it to me. <laughs> what do you want me to say? You want me to back away from that? I don't have a reputation. 
It's not me that liveth, but Christ that liveth in me. So, let me say it again. <laughs> Man's helplessness is God's opportunity. Mm-hmm. You want something? You ha- right now you help. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's God's opportunity to be a blessing. I want you to be a partner today. I'm saying it under the unction of the Holy Ghost. Many of you are partners. We couldn't do what we do without your partners. I'm not taking any of it. I'm a partner. Me and Kathy are partner in this ministry also. If you'd like to be a partner, go to jdm.org. That's our website. You can hit the donate button, give if you want. You can use PayPal or you can text to give a one-time uh, donation or a recurring one. Or you can go to JDM apps. A lot of people like to go to that JDM app and select the giving you want. Or you can do what I do, mail in your donation. Come here. Come here. It's on me. I will not blink. I've been in the front of the cross, behind the cross, side of the cross, and I've climbed the cross. So the anointing of increase is on me. And if you notice something about Jesus, our Savior, he never had a financial deficit. Go fight, try to find that. Never. You know why? He believed in his father. He, had, he was great soil. Oh, God, that'll preach the horns off of Billy Goat. Listen, it's on me. I don't care how much it is or how small it is. Jesus didn't either. The widow's might. He was amazed. You see my point? Yet he, know, he knows that some of the baskets were full. He's okay with that also. Mm-hmm. See, it doesn't make any difference. I'm telling you. We've been coming into your home. You've been listening for years, and you've never become a part of this ministry. It's time for you to do that. And you'll get out of a hole like you've never seen in your life. And you know something, they're going to criticize He says, if you give him money, you get out of a hole. I didn't say that. I just repeated it. God said, if you put it in good ground, you get some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. Mm-hmm. It's good ground. It's give good. us some testimonies. I'll just read a few of them here. This one says, thank you, Jesse and Kathy. I watch you always from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. And I am not ashamed of the gospel you preach. Come on, come on. The full package. The Jesus you preach is alive because after hearing and doing what the word says, I am seeing impossible things done. Oh, now there's, I didn't know you would read that. I'm just telling you. I, I, I heard what you just said in this testimony. We have several, but this one fit what you were saying. It says, without faith, we cannot please God and obtain good results. That's right. So they're all the way in Zimbabwe, they're hearing it. This one says, this is from Australia. Thank you, Jesse and Kathy. This was marvelous. <coughs> so much to chew on. They've watched a past chat. Uh, speaking of being a partner, sometimes I don't think I can do much, but I remember <laughs> what my God what my giving does, and God rewards me. That's pretty Ooh. cool. But you know what's also very cool? You're coming to Australia. Yes, I am. Woohoo! I'm going to be there with bells on. Thank you both, and of course, thank you, Jesus. You're We're going to be in Australia on May the from May the 15th through the 19th. We're going to be different parts of the continent. Watch online. We'll give you the actual oh, details yeah. of that. Oh, and we're not charging anybody. Never do. We're not giving them any expenses. Mm-hmm. Won't you report that? Go ahead, Kathy. I just like them to report that. Uh, This one says, thank you, Jesse and Kathy. You guys are really a blessing. Watching you from Indonesia. And this one says, amen, from Canada. Watching from Colombia. Hi, from England. Blessings to my two favorite people. Watching (coughs) from Trinidad. Trinidad. I've flown over Trinidad many times. Yeah, and this one. I need to stop one time. (laughs) 
What a blessing. This one says they saw you at Cornerstone. I truly enjoyed seeing you minister at Cornerstone Church. That was in San Antonio, yes, Texas just Hagee's recently. Church. Brother John Hagee's church. He says, we love you and Miss Kathy, and we understand the insatiable draw of the Lord on your lives to preach the gospel to every creature. One last one. It says, Ruth says, Jesus healed my body. He grew out my leg two inches in 1982. And the next year, he allowed me to go one year of, to one year of Bible college. So they're praising yeah, God. God is answering prayer. You can't so, give up. Yeah, I want, I want to close out with this. And maybe, maybe next week we'll do some more. Since it's the holidays, all is starting to happen. I the birth of important. Jesus. It's, it's important. very, very important. And are I you, think people are sensitive yeah. to the, God, to the Christmas message today more than ever because of the, yeah. the times that we're living in. They need hope. Are you willing to risk your reputation? You know, well, it all started out with that little thing called joy with me. Yeah. So you can laugh with me. You can laugh at me. It won't make any difference because I'm going to keep my joy. And you may even hate me, but you can't hate me more than I love you. Because the love of God in my heart is far stronger than hate. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? And that's God's glorious word. Amen. And what people don't understand, they fear. Then what they fear, they attacked. You see, and, and that's just exactly what's happening. And, uh, and so, and you know, and I get it all the time, but I mean, I, I ain't sad. Because I read the end of the book, son, I win. So today, think about that. God wants to help you. So let's pray right now before we close. Jesus, Thank you, Father. bless people spiritually, physically, and yes. financially. Help them during this holiday season. And all year round. Yes. Lord, those that want to join this ministry as partnership, put this anointing of increase that's on me Thank and Kathy you, on them. So they'll never struggle anymore financially. Because you didn't struggle, Lord. Thank and you, you said in Ephesians 5 verse 1, be ye therefore imitators of God. So all we're doing is imitating Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for healing people, saving people, helping people every day. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen and amen. We can't thank you enough for watching these boardroom chats, the Bible this studies. This is number 188, by the way. Yeah, it's Can a bunch you of imagine? What a blessing of the Lord. We love you. We appreciate you. See you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.